everybody, and welcome in. This is episode 11 of the We Like the Pain podcast. I am your host, Oscar Barkas, and joining me this week, I got two guests. You! <laughs> Some brothers. Uh, joining me are Chase and Carson Kinney. What's up, guys? Not much. Not yeah, a whole I'm just lot. here to talk about football. And that's about it. He's just here so he doesn't get fined. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's on his Marshawn Lynch shit. Yeah, yeah, something like that. <laughs> All right, so introduce yourselves. Talk about your teams, whatever. Carlos, you want to go first? All right, so I'm Carson Kinney. Uh, the three main teams I root for is Texas A&M football, um, Green Bay, uh, and the Green Bay Packers, and the Milwaukee Bucks. All right, well, my name is Chase Kinney, and if you didn't get this before, Carson is my younger brother. Uh, my... Really, only team I actually follow all the time is, like, the Aggies. Yeah. And then besides that would be, like, I don't know, the Toronto Maple Leafs. I'm, like, your <laughs> average Joe Schmo. <laughs> Toronto Maple <laughs> Leafs. Okay. Chase, you also root for the Packers. I do root for the Packers, and I do like the Cowboys, and I know that's controversial, but... Hey, he's <laughs> just... He's a fan of everybody. Yeah. Um... These guys, they mentioned it, but we all go to AM, so we're back. We had Jackson on last week, went to Arkansas. Kind of stinky. Yeah, exactly. But we're back. Um, I watched the uh, AM Ole Miss with these guys, AM Ole Miss game with these guys, so we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, <laughs> oh, no. We got to. We got to. Yeah. Keep it PG, Carson. Yeah. <laughs> I'll try to, but I'm not very happy with the game. Carson's pissed. Um, but yeah, the, I've known these guys like basically my whole life, so it's it's fun to get them on the podcast. Uh, as always, we're going to start the show with some quick questions, and then uh, we're not going to do a full in-depth Cowboys segment like we did last week. We'll just... Uh, We'll just do Texans and Jags, um, but we got some fun other sports that we want to cover, and then um, some a, a little bit of NFL news, not as much as last week. So, quick questions. Carson, you get us started. All righty. So, I like to look at this from the mid-season point. We're heading into week 11, I think, and... Um, I like to think of the pretenders or contenders. The first team I want to talk about, I know he said we're not going to talk about them that much, but the Dallas Cowboys. They're a huge topic every year, besides last year, but every year for pretender or, content, or, or contender. This is our year. <laughs> this one might be, though. Yeah, This one is looking good. I'm not completely sold on them yet, but they are looking better than in the past couple years that's my portal cowboys way <laughs> don't talk shit on chase's cowboys bro um i i'm i'm kind of sold on them i the the denver game two weeks ago was uh a hit to their to their case to be contenders but i think that they went in super cocky and confident not really thinking that they had to fight in that game and lost but then had a huge win this week looked a lot more like themselves against yeah. the Falcons yeah. so I think I think they're a top you know five-ish team yeah I have them in my top five too but could they win it all I I, I wouldn't bet on it solely but I, I think they've got a really good shot this year 
I think that a team led by Dak Prescott always has a chance in the playoffs. Chaser, what do you think? Um, just off the top of my head and kind of giving y'all some context of what I'm looking at, I see the Cowboys, Packers, and Tampa Bay Buccaneers on here, and I think those are all contenders. I don't see any pretenders in there. I know Jackson last week was saying the Green Bay Packers are not that great a team. He was. And I don't think that's very accurate. I disagreed with him. Yeah, I don't think that's very accurate. I think they're, out of the three, they might be my number one. Um, out of those three teams? Yeah. Out, of, out of the three teams we have listed, I'm a, I three. would love to say it as a Packers fan that they're number one, but I got to give it to the Buccaneers. I know they've yeah. lost, but yeah. every year it's the same cycle with Tom Brady. Starts high, uh, cools off, off a little bit, bit. and then and people then are like, people oh, are like, they're not going to make the Super Bowl. Is he getting old? Is yeah, getting old? right. <laughs> I would love to see the Bucs. I shouldn't say love. I wouldn't mind if the Bucks won a Super Bowl just because at this point, Tom Brady, like, just get another ring if, he, if he's there. Just do it. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> once he had five, I was like, I don't want to see this guy win any more rings. But then once he got six, I was like, screw it. I just want to see this guy get ten. Like, yeah, I want to yeah. see this guy beat Bill Russell. <laughs> like, yeah. But anyways, back to what I was trying to say. The Green Bay Packers, where I think they're top on that list is because Rodgers on a mission. Everyone talks about he's one of the best quarterbacks to ever play the game. And I have him on my fantasy team, and he never puts up a whole lot of points, but he does exactly <laughs> what the Packers need him to do. Oh, yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Definitely. So, I mean, look at the Arizona game. He had, like, zero targets, you know, or his main yeah. targets. I, I don't know how he did that. that and he that's played crazy. well. So, if, if Aaron Rodgers is in the picture for the Packers, I think they are my top contender and out of, out of those uh, three. I would put them in the. I would put them in the top three. I don't think they're quite number one. I would. I would still put money on the Bucks. I think Tom Brady's experience is just gonna get them through it, and it's Tom Brady. You, you can't bet against Tom Brady. You just can't. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> That's why I think the Bucks are my. Out of these three, they're my number one. Okay, they're for sure a contender, even after a couple down weeks. I think that I'd go Cowboys next, just because we don't know if Jair Alexander and Zadarius Smith are coming yes. back for the Packers yet. If those guys are back, I think that the Packers are automatically like a, a top three yeah. team in the NFL. And I was going to say, even with them back, the defense has looked better throughout the season. Oh, but absolutely. It started off very suspect. And I don't know if it's there yet to championship caliber, but... With those two guys, I think it is. Yeah, I think so. Okay, final answer here, because we got to get into our other quick questions. I think all three of these teams are contenders. Yeah, I would agree. Even yeah. though I'm not sold on the Cowboys just yet, I would put them in the contender, uh, contender category. And that's okay. pretty rare for me to do that. <laughs> Very rare. <laughs> yeah, with, with the Cowboys... Uh, I don't want to say failures because they've had a lot of great seasons, but they've never had a team look as complete as this. Yeah, I would agree. Yes. I would All right, Chaser. Agree. Quick question. Oh, yeah. Here's my question for y'all sitting at home listening to this, chilling out on the couch. Okay. So uh, sleeper teams right now at this point of the season that could wake up by the end of the season. Like sleeper teams as in like teams that like, have been disappointed. Yeah, so have been far. disappointed so far. People aren't thinking that they're a contender at all, but could really turn it on and get it moving into the playoffs. Well, I'm gonna go with my first answer. 
Uh, I was talking about this with Chase earlier. I know that they haven't been disappointing recently, but I say the New England Patriots are one team that I think could really get hot by the end. I think they already are hot. Well, they are. They are hot. Destroyed the Browns. Yeah, Cleveland. They made Cleveland look like a call. They made Cleveland look like they didn't even deserve to be on that. No. Yeah. Um. I think I think the Patriots are already hot, so I don't know if I'm going to count them. I think the Chiefs is a good answer because oh, they've they're they're yeah. they're yeah. five hundred or maybe I mean, they're above five. They, I think they're they have six, six and, and five, six and five, six and four, something like that. Um, six and four, six and four. Um, so they have not been the Chiefs that we know, but the AFC is wide open. I think yeah. the Chiefs are in second place in the AFC right now, maybe third. I'm gonna have to look that up. Um, I don't. No Google. No, we said no Google. Mm-hmm. I'm not going on Google. I'm going on ESPN. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Your plans have been soiled again. No. So I think the Chiefs are a good answer. Another team, I mentioned them last week. The Seahawks looked bad this past week in Green Bay, but I think Russell Wilson is still kind of getting his feet set after uh, an injury that uh, a lady at ESPN, Stefania Bell, who is like a injury expert, said that a couple years ago, Russell Wilson's finger injury would have been career-threatening, and he got back in like six weeks. So I think the Seahawks are another team. Um, the Niners have started to look a little better, mm-hmm. and they had big projections coming into this year. There are a lot of teams. Who are you thinking My of? big Kawama Jama Lama, the Sultas of them all, the Carolina Panthers, baby. Oh, with Cam. Cam's going to come back. He's going to be joined with his old homies, and they're going to be hot. I don't <laughs> Don't nah. ask me to, to prove it in any way. There's nothing standing behind it. There's no peg legs holding it up. Just me saying, I think the Panthers could do it. I don't know why. I like I think it, they, Chase. I think they could heat it up for some mm-hmm. reason. They looked really good at the yeah, start of the year did. with Sam Darnold, and then the wheels fell off. So uh, maybe maybe Cam's the energy Cam interjection they needed. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of yeah, and I'm always rooting for Cam Newton, but I'm just going to have to see more sample size from him because he didn't play a whole lot in that game. It was yeah, yeah, Walker. It was, it was oh, just yeah, very early. early. Yeah, to yeah, say, yeah, yeah. It, it, it is. It is. But if Cam, yeah, if who knows? And Christian McCaffrey, don't want to go off on a tangent, but just traded him today yeah. to this loser idiot in our fantasy league. <laughs> And it's me, loser idiot. <laughs> we'll talk about that in the fantasy corner in a little bit. Uh, I want to ask my sleeper team. Actually, wait, you, did, you, did you check the AFC standings? Yeah, uh, Kansas City's in fourth. Fourth. So now okay. they're winning the I know for most of the season they were not leading the division. No. 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 The Chargers, I thought, before the season, I know this isn't it now because recently they've been, but at the beginning of the season, I thought they were going to be a team to start out slow and then post Thanksgiving, they were going to start rolling because I thought they, they could have been a sleeper team, but, but instead it was kind of the opposite. Yeah, it was a complete opposite. Real hot. Yeah, and then I'm rooting for Justin Herbert. I really like Justin Herbert yeah, a lot. He was slipped on in that 2020 draft. I, I'm I'm rooting for him. I'm a big Justin Herbert fan. All right, and I'm going to ask my quick question, and we'll we'll just run through our list really quick. Strap yourself in. And I, I want to ask this because Carson loves rankings. He loves making <laughs> lists of... We should have started with this. Well, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, 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 I,
Carson could have gotten real rolling on it. Yeah. My question is, who are your top five wide receivers and running backs playing right yeah, now? Yeah, I was going to say, first off, it was going to be Derrick Henry, but he's out. Yeah. Um, best running back right now. Hmm. I've got um, I've got a crazy hot take for you. Go ahead, go ahead. I it's Jonathan it. Taylor. Jonathan Taylor, number one. He's yeah. been on my fantasy top of the team. Morning. Top of the morning. He's been on my <laughs> fantasy team, um, and he's been doing. He's been balling out recently. He's leads the league in rushing yards right when now. Would I put him at number one? Honestly, I feel disappointed right now because I usually come off with rankings like that, but. <laughs> I don't have a set ranking, so I have to think about it. So Jonathan Taylor at number one, I don't think that's that big of a hot take. I think looking at running backs, you have to go Christian McCaffrey for sure. Jonathan Taylor, Zeke, Zeke. is in the conversation. Yes. Honestly, Austin Eckler is in the conversation. Austin. Nick Chubb. Chubb. Those are all top five running backs. Uh, leaving out some really good running backs like Aaron Jones. Um, I would I would honestly put Aaron Jones in my top five over McCaffrey because McCaffrey's been injured a lot this you year. You say that, but Aaron Jones just got injured. Yeah, that's right. But uh oh, I think Christian McCaffrey is the number one running back when he's healthy. When he's healthy, he's so good. He is good. He is very good. Uh, I would put him behind Derrick Henry when Derrick Henry's healthy. That yeah. guy's actually yeah, but they're different running styles. Well, too. Yeah. completely. It's hard to do. It's yeah, hard to I, do. I would, yeah. Because Derrick I mean, Henry's a complete, he's a pure running back. Christian McCaffrey's like a slot back. He's a, yeah. He's good in the open field screen passes. He's good running the ball. But Derrick Henry just that workhorse. In the that trenches. Yes. Yeah. Who would I want to run for a yard to score the touchdown more? Derrick Probably Derrick yes, Henry. Derrick Henry's no question. <laughs> okay, moving on. Also sort of hard to rank because different receivers have different things that they're good at. Yeah, yeah. we didn't even do a, a one, two, three, four, five. Oh, I just wanted to. I, I don't care. Okay, okay. Not even one, two, three, four, five. Just sort of like talk, talk in the conversation. About, yeah, in the conversation. conversation. Okay, wide receivers. Chase. Wide receivers. Number one wide receiver. Oh, don't start me on this one. Um, Chase Claypool. What? No, 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 no. The list has to start with Cooper Cup. I was right actually, now. I was actually just about to say Cooper Cup. Yeah. I really like. I had him last year for fantasy. I, I believe, yeah. and he didn't do that great. But I've always loved how he runs his routes. He's quick as he's hell. Always open. Yeah, dude. and he's all, like I. I'm sad that I had him last year and he didn't do very good because this year he. He's well, because Jared Goff was the quarterback. I guess you yeah. insert Matthew Stafford in there. Yeah. You're gonna give Cup a a lot of. A lot of Devontae Adams is also Devontae Adams is was, absolutely on the list. I was gonna say a little bit of a hot take. I might put Devontae over Cooper Cup. Career wise, for sure. And, yes. and not even career wise, like talent wise probably also, but Cooper Cup's just been on fire yeah, this he's season. He's been on fire this season. Um I think another wide receiver that's gotta be in the conversation is Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Yes, uh, Tyreek Hill is a monster. Mike Evans is probably in that yeah. conversation. Yeah. He might be a tier below the top five. The best way I could describe Mike Evans is he's like the A and M of receivers. Like he just like he just I don't know. Like he's from A and M. And uh, I'm kind of losing my train of thought. But I'm. I kind of get what you're saying though. He's always like in the conversation as one of the grades. Yeah, and he. Does but, what he needs to, but does that is, that it's to. not very exciting. Yes, that is exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I see. 
Yeah. Keenan Allen is definitely in the conversation. DK Metcalf, maybe. Nah, I don't know about this year, but he, he's still... That's good. true. DK Metcalf, am I right? You can't disrespect DK. <laughs> uh, the Cowboys receivers kind of take away from each other, but Amari Cooper and C.D. Lamb are both phenomenal. Not top five, but yeah, they're good. They're good receivers. I think that if it was just one of them on yeah. the Cowboys, they would probably be top five. I haven't really kept up with it too much, but just by me not hearing about him too much, I think says something. Hopkins, I don't what he's doing good. I don't know. He's but doing he's all not, right, but like, it's been it's been it's one of been the worst slow, years of his career yeah. so yeah. far. He's definitely still in that conversation, though. Yeah, he's a, he's one of the first receivers that came to yeah. my mind, but then I was like, he hasn't really... He, he came to my mind, but I was like, this is a down year for him, so I can't put him in that conversation. Uh, yeah, it's a down year for him. And then towards the start of the year, Jamar Chase was in the conversation, but he's definitely slowed down a little yeah. bit in the last couple of weeks. And he's a rookie, so I feel like it's hard to say if they're top five in yeah. rookie year. I mean, yeah. But you know, I would say my number Randy one Randy Moss kind of came into the league... And was immediately a well, yeah. He was that, that that's a different. Piece. Hey, well, that's Randy Frickin' Moss. You know, not yeah, everybody can be Randy Moss. True, true. Yeah. But he just hasn't earned that name yet. But hey, he, he's supporting the chase. I was, gonna, I was gonna say my number one receiver is OBJ. We're actually gonna talk about that later <laughs> on, but I, I don't listen to that. That was just me. All right, Carson. Real quick, five. Just spit them out. Top five. Top five receivers. In no order, Cooper Cup, Devontae Adams, um, Keenan Allen, okay. Tyreek okay. Hill. Okay. Um, One more. Maybe Mike Evans or – I feel like I'm forgetting about someone. Maybe Debo Samuel. This oh, season he's been nuts. People are sleeping on Debo Samuel. He's – He's yeah. very good. We're going to talk about the Niners in a, a couple minutes. All right, there. so one more. We need one more. Solidify it. I think he did. I think he, he said did. Evans or Debo Samuel. Uh, I would say I would give the edge to Evans, but right now Debo Samuel has been kind of going. I would give it to Evans just because he's so consistent. Yeah. And I might have a little bit of bias, but he's from A&M, so <laughs> <laughs> I might have a little bit he's of bias. He's from a I never knew. Shut oh, up. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> Speaking of A&M. Check that transition. Oh, transition check. <laughs> uh, we did lose this weekend to Ole Miss in a very disappointing fashion. Oh, no. We, we suck, suck again. again. <laughs> <laughs> to quote the uh, water boy line. The Rob Schneider. Schneider. <laughs> uh, Wake his ass up. We got a game to win. <laughs> <laughs> well, A&M was very disappointing this week. Yeah. I knew that this was a huge trap game coming off the win of Auburn. It was yeah. at Ole Miss. And that that offense just ran so fast that our, our defense could not get set. They no, really, they they really kind of had so this. Yeah. ran NASCAR the whole time. Yeah. yeah. They found the, the cheat code. And yeah. they kept it they, on ESPN. They kept having the clock of when the play would end and when they would snap the ball on the next play. It was always between 9 and 11 seconds. Sheesh. That is very that fast. That is lightning fast. I don't care how elite of a defense you are. It's that hard is, to stop. That is hard to stop. Especially what we needed was our offense to show up, and Zach Calzada has had a tough couple of weeks. Even against Auburn, he just did not look himself. Uh, he Or we say himself, but like the only 
I would say he really looked like badass was against Alabama. Well, he had that three-game stretch of Bama, South Carolina, yeah, right. Mizzou. Mizzou. But I would say Mizzou was mostly we ran 300 yards against them. Oh, uh, yeah. It was, the, it was the running game. The, Mizzou's running game is horrible. It's awful. I will <laughs> say, I don't want to... I don't want to make it sound like we're dogging on Calzada too, because I love. Yeah. Honestly, he has a lot of heart, man. He, yes. He he, dislo- he dislocated his shoulder, and the only reason why I knew that because when they first when they first got him up and they tried to feel it, he was squirming, and then like next drive they put him back in. Yeah, he, he's he's tough. He's got a lot of heart. He's a hey, great guy. And I've said it over and over again. He does not have to do anything else for this school. Oh, he yeah. beat Bama in College Station, so that's. That's all we can ask of him. Hot take, I think we should move past that mentality. And I think if we want to get up to where we should be... Calzada wasn't supposed to be our starter, though. Well, yeah, I know. I see what you're saying, though. I kind of do. I kind of do. Yeah, like, we need to get past that. And also, what we really need to get past is losing to these teams like Mississippi State and Arkansas. Yep. And then, when we go into Bama, we're... If we had not lost those two games, we would be in the college football playoff right Yeah, now. Yeah, even with that loss to even Ole Miss. Even with the Ole Miss loss. We would probably be number two, because Georgia would be number one. Yeah. Tough. Um, so, yeah, A&M blew it. A&M blew it. College football playoffs, why did they blew it? I think that mm. we could still play for a, a nice New Year's Six Bowl or just... I, I would know. bet against it. I think they're going to put us in the Citrus Bowl. I honestly, the only way that we can get into the year six is Isn't Alabama it? and Georgia have to both make the playoff. Yeah, that's and true. I don't think Alabama's. It, if anybody's going to beat Georgia, it's going to be Alabama. And I honestly hope that Alabama and Georgia make it because if they put if they put other teams in, I don't think anybody's going to compete with Georgia. I I'm really kind of against that though. I feel like this could be the year where. You could prove an argument as those small teams to try and get in, and whether they really well, deserve yeah, a shot. We're going to talk. Yeah. Actually, we should talk about Cincinnati yeah, right now. We should. Oh, that's the next. Yeah, yeah that's the next, next thing. College football playoff contenders. A and M is out. Oh yeah, no. Even with those two losses, A and M would need a miracle to get in. Really, <laughs> they really would. Hey, we if if we had one out and then played yeah. in the in the yeah and SEC beat, championship and beat game and beat Georgia, we. We were right there, bro. We were right there. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say because Georgia, yeah. Alabama still has to lose to No, Auburn. we were definitely not right there. But this weekend <laughs> sucked. Um, playoff contenders. Obviously, Georgia is number one. I think that I would be shocked if they did. I mean, football is random. Like, it's just one game. So, like, anything can happen in one game. But I'd be shocked if they didn't win the national championship. They're defense is nuts. Their defense is probably one of the best defenses I've seen in my lifetime. Yeah. Uh, the offense is suspect, though. That it offense, they, if um, if you can beat Georgia, you can beat their offense. Cause, and yeah, if you're if you're going to beat Georgia, you have to beat their offense. Yeah, you're not going to beat that defense. It, it's, it's too well, What were you saying the other day, Carson, about how, like, Georgia, you're kind of like on the fence about because it like they're well, wins. Yes, yes, but like as a season, when I've been watching the season, I've been like, oh my god, like Georgia looks amazing. Yeah, you start like well, I kind of yeah, I kind of stepped back because their wins are starting to look suspect now. Florida almost lost to Samford, Samford, not yeah. Stanford. They lost to South Carolina, which South Carolina almost had the worst FBS performance uh, offensively against A and M, which. 
A&M's a good defense. Did they but really? Almost. Yeah. If if we didn't put in our backups, they, they were on would, track. They to, were on to track. Have they had negative 15 rushing yards. Like it was awful. It looked <laughs> pathetic. It looked like A&M was playing a high school team. Yeah. I, I get what you're saying. Georgia has not played the greatest schedule, but they've they, won every game. They've they, won the they've games won every that they game. were supposed to. So. Extremely convincing. Yeah. Extremely. And I think Florida checked out because Dan Mullen, Dan Mullen's gone. Yeah. He's gone. <laughs> Other contenders. Alabama's a contender. Bama has to be a contender. Uh, Ohio State, Oregon. Cincinnati. Cincinnati is an actual contender this they year. They are. I think crazy. I actually think they should make it if they win out. Of course, I think they should. They should put them in. If they win out and Georgia beats Bama, I think Cincinnati will make it. If Georgia beats Bama, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So right, Bama right. would not make the playoffs. Yes. Or they just need Ohio State. They need either that, and if that doesn't happen, then they just need the Big Ten to just beat each other up. Yeah. <laughs> really, really, they do. So, yeah, go Cincinnati. Go Bearcats. Yeah, and uh, another thing I want to mention on that. Do I think Cincinnati is a top-four team? No, I do not. But (laughs) I think that they do deserve a shot because group of five teams have been getting disrespected recently. And I think they should really get a shot. Do I think think that they would get clobbered by Georgia? (laughs) Yes, absolutely. But but, it would be fun. Hold up. I just want to say but do, I, but do I think a lot of teams would get clobbered yeah. by Georgia? Yeah. So Cincinnati deserves it. They beat Notre Dame on the road 24-13. Desmond Ritter played really well. And Notre Dame is – they're a little overhyped, but they're still a good team. That's still a really good win. That's a quality win. So What were you going to say? Everything that Carson is saying, it sounds all right and all. I agree. But oh. take it with a grain of salt because he's also going. the same guy that said we would lose by 49 points to Alabama. No, so, actually, to correct him, I said we lose to Bama 62 to 3. Oh, more than that. 59, yeah. 59 points. I thought Bama, I thought Bryce Young was going to torture so, us. Up. So take everything he says with a grain of salt. Fun mm-hmm. fact about Chase. He was the only person that I know that thought we would beat Bama and, and said that we would beat them by a field goal. So Yes, I, I told everybody I was going to class with that Friday before we played and all my friends. And I legitimately, actually, you Mark and I, yeah. legitimately, I thought we were going to the game with the talent enough to beat them. And they, nobody was expecting it. Growing up my whole life watching A&M play, they love pulling some bullshit like this. It was just a perfect storm. We were home. I really thought... I was saying 24-21, so I was off by the score, but I was right by the field goal. Yeah. And I loved what I said in my last class Friday. I, I looked at the guys that sit to, to the left and right of me, and I go, guys are going to call me crazy, but when y'all, when y'all go in here Monday and we beat Bama 24-21, to you're going to say, that fucker was right sitting next to me. <laughs> <laughs> that crazy guy. That crazy guy. Yeah, I thought he was stupid for yeah. saying that. I thought we were going to get obliterated. But we did it. <laughs> I thought, uh, like Stephen A. said, I thought a massacre was coming. (laughs) Really. Well, uh, let's move into some NFL news. Um, We've got a few little things I want to talk about. First, um, we mentioned it on the pod last week, but Odell signed with the Rams. Carson teased him earlier because he is no longer a top five receiver. (laughs) Um... (laughs) He didn't play a whole lot. I think he went. He ran like thirteen routes. Um, 
two receptions for 18 yards. He had one really good, yeah. like, toe drag on the sideline catch. That's only one I know of. What we didn't mention uh, on the podcast last week is that Robert Woods tore his ACL. And that's because it happened. No, it, it happened right Friday. after. Yeah. Um, and that made Odell go from a luxury on the team to someone that's got to perform. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think I put that. Or did you put Odell on there? Mm-hmm. I, I, think I, think I, I think I did. I think I did. And the oh. reason why I put that on there, because on Instagram I saw some posts like, Odell after realizing he made a bad choice or something like that. And, like, I think that's so early to say. It's yeah, too that early. Is, like, he's a... He's he ran 13 routes. Like, they, they were just getting him acclimated to yeah, playing exactly. the team. Yeah, like exactly. Learning a completely new offensive scheme. In, new quarterback. In new quarterback, everything. Like, I think he played exactly how they probably wanted him to play for his first week. Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. And people were clowning him and Von Miller because they both... Join the team. That's right. I saw, I saw another video like, oh, Von Miller getting pancakes. It, it, but like, yeah, well, he did get pancakes. He did get pancakes, yeah. but he also had some help on that. He stopped in the video. I think it was a Travis Kelsey or something. Yeah. He they made good contact, and then there's an offensive lineman. I don't know if you saw in the video, like kind of like give a shove. It was and that's uh, what it was George Kittle. It was George Kittle. Or George, yeah, yeah, because they were playing the Niners. And so the people are clowning them because the Rams lost to the Niners. Badly Man. on Monday Night Football. Horrible. The Rams <laughs> only scored one touchdown, um, but that's because that was the Rams receivers and not named Odell Beckham. All of them had at least one drop. Oh, Cooper yeah. Cup had a major drop. Van Jefferson dropped a touchdown pass. Um, Tyler Higby dropped mm-hmm. two balls, and one got picked after he dropped it. So mm-hmm. it was. It, I mean, the defense also because. Uh, the defense could not stop Debo Samuel, but um, I I don't think that it's I think it's too early to make a yeah. conclusion about Odell. To kind of continue off of what you were saying, I remember when we were we, we watched that game together. Yeah. I think that is the worst performance I've seen by a receiving court. I mean, like that was Dude, so. There was a couple. So many drops. There was that one, like in the bread basket. Yeah, going into was, the touchdown. It was Van Jefferson. Yes, catch the touchdown, dropped it. Professional receiver, like most, yeah. almost any college guy would catch that. Most re- high school receivers would yeah. catch that. Like, <laughs> that, yeah, there was, was, was. Every game, there, are, there's a drop or two that shouldn't happen, but it was like eight drops total that shouldn't that happen. Should, yeah. <laughs> Oh, that was that was not bueno. Also, kind of getting off sidetracked, but no. Also, <laughs> also you're not allowed. <laughs> also, I think what was a huge miss call was um, was running that fake field goal. That was oh, awful. that was so bad. That was an awful yeah. call. What what were they doing? They were yeah. trying to get back into the and game. They, they only had two guys running routes for the kicker, and yeah. and the the only one that was past the first down marker was covered. It was Tyler Higby, so he had to throw it under the first down marker, and that just and the, I think the Niners scored on that after they stopped him. So mm-hmm. so basically, Odo Beckham, if you made the right choice or not, I think. I honestly think he made the right choice. I, or he, I mean, there's other places he could have gone, but I think it's too early to tell whether it really was a bad. I don't. Choice. I don't think it's that he made the wrong, wrong or right choice. I just think, I personally think he's kind of washed. I, I, we'll I, see. We'll kinda see. Kind of like Tom Brady. He, he has no, not. <laughs> he has not 
performed like the Odell Beckham that we've known or that we knew for four or five years in the last year or two. But we'll see. It, it might have really just been Eli Manning, the, the bad part of Eli Manning's career, and then uh, Baker Mayfield and him just did not have the right connection. Uh, my next note that I wanted to talk about is just two words. Joe Flacco. He is starting for the Jets this Sunday, mm-hmm. and we don't really have to talk that much about it, but... Joe about wow. to go wacko. <laughs> wow. Who, who are the Jets playing again? Playing the Niners. The, 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 the Jets? Yeah. They're playing the Niners? Yeah. What happened to their other Mike White, right? Yeah, he got benched. No, oh, the Jags were playing the Niners. The Jags played the Niners last week. Mm. Oh, no, no, no. The Jags played the Niners. Yeah. Who is... I was about to say, I was like... No, the Jags put the Colts last week. Yeah, I, don't, I don't even know what I'm talking about then. Oscar, you I was about to say the, the Jets. Dolphins. Yeah, the Dolphins. The Dolphins. They play the Dolphins And the Dolphins week. have actually been... Well, I, I shouldn't say they've been playing well because last week they played very well. Their defense has yes. played really well over the last couple of weeks. Uh, so good luck, Joe. Um, <laughs> good luck, <laughs> Joe. Joe. Man, the Jets. I think Zach Wilson, I, I saw a report today that he is feeling almost 100%. So How I old think, is Joe Flacco? Mid-30s, probably. Yeah. Okay. So he's doing that there. He's not that old, but yeah. he's definitely... Speaking of washed, yeah. Joe Flacco well, is yeah. washed. Yeah, he won a Super Bowl MVP in 2013, and after that he dipped. <laughs> he, <Yeah>. he left. <laughs> he left the scene. Speaking of... Uh, former good quarterbacks probably washed. Cam Newton, we mentioned already, is most likely going to start. They are, quote, prepping him to be the starter, which means he's going to start. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. I mean, the good news is he's it's a new system. I think that the old system had been figured out with him at the helm at quarterback. So hopefully Joe Brady, Joe Brady the uh, Panthers offensive coordinator can help Cam help show his strengths. I think he could play very well, and here's why: because he played pretty well with the Panthers, and he had a couple really good seasons with the Panthers back when. Very good season, and, and then he went to the Patriots, and I just I was very questionable about that call when he went to the Patriots because I just don't see Cam at the Patriots. I, I didn't. I didn't think that was a good move. He, he started played, off like, very well. He started he off great, there, but, and, and then, then got, got COVID and got hurt, and that was the end of that. Yeah. So we'll see. I'm rooting for him because I think I, he can make a turn. And he's got some really good receivers on the Panthers, yeah. so we'll see. Um, and then this last little stat I just wanted to throw in here: every NFC team except for the Lions is within a game and a half of the playoffs. <laughs> Carson. Yeah, I did see that because I saw the Seattle Seahawks are what fourteenth in the NFC. They are, I think so. And like they could, they could make the playoffs. Yep. Same with Washington. I, I don't think they will, and I don't think Seattle will. But if I were to bet money on someone that's in the like bottom tier, that's a game and a half behind or something like that, I would think Seattle has the biggest shot. Out yeah. Of those teams. Yeah. And talked about them as a sleeper earlier. Yeah, yeah. I just thought that was funny. Uh, because the NFC has so many teams just all like in mediocrity at the same time, but they also have the top end talent. They've got like four out of the best five teams in the NFL right now, probably. Yeah. Whereas the AFC just has, I think, four teams under 500 
Uh, maybe not anymore, but before last weekend, it was four teams under 500. So 11 teams had at least five wins before last week. Um, so that's funny. You're Texans funny. Jags time. Thanks. Um, <laughs> you just feel like you need to get out here. I did. Sometimes you're too hard on yourself, my friend, man. Well, I'm I'm hard on myself and I'm hard on the Texans. <laughs> hard on yourself. <laughs> <laughs> on the Texans. Oh, Chase, you're bad. <laughs> um, I am upset with the Texans. Let's rephrase. Uh, but I will say we looked so good this week. No, I didn't watch the game, so I feel like I have nothing to input here. We and, had a bye week. Yeah. Oh, so Any that's, wins <laughs> win. that's, that's why we looked so good this week. Um, <laughs> not a whole lot to talk about. Hopefully, Tyrod just had a bad game against the Dolphins before the bye. Um, we do play the Titans this week in Tennessee. I mentioned that on last pod, last week's podcast. Because I completely skipped over the bye week, but our next game is against the Titans. I don't know what to think about the Titans. The Titans have been very hot recently. Yeah, I mean they barely beat. Uh, they barely beat this week, twenty-three to twenty-one. Was it? Um, no, was it a, a worse team than them for sure? But they still won. Um. Adrian Peterson, my boy. I think that the Saints, the Saints, the Saints are a inconsistent team. They've got a great defense, but with how many turnovers and just awful quarterback play, uh, they didn't have Alvin Kamara. Uh, the Titans should have won that game by a lot, yeah. and they did not. But a win's a win, um, and they are definitely going to beat the Texans this week. So. No, yeah, I don't even. I'm not even going to talk about that game. I think Tennessee yeah. can roll. <laughs> yep. Same guy to say that we were going to lose by 59 to Bama. Okay, you did. You did say that. <laughs> you that's did an say anomaly. that. That's an, anomaly. that's an anomaly <laughs> would happen. And Arson. that's also not even close to applicable to the Texans. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Carson, I see you got a question in here about the Texans. What did, what did you want to talk about? Um, I was going to talk about, because oh, this is a hot topic. What, the guess, draft? Yeah. Uh, who should the Texans draft? I'm not going to really go by players, but I'm going to go by positions, okay. by what they need. They need a defensive end. We need pretty much any position you can think of. Yeah, and I, I think that we'll go defense because I don't think that there's a quarterback to draft that high. Yes. Um, so we're, we're just going to be rebuilding next year also. They're going to pull Cleveland where Cleveland drafted Miles Gary, and then the next year they drafted Baker Mayfield. Yeah. And I think that will be the smarter thing. Hopefully, we get a player as good as Miles Garrett this year and then draft a quarterback better than Baker next year. Because defensively, what I have right here is that the Texans are 26th in the league for pass defense and 24th against the run. That's not very stellar numbers. Sure is not. Um, I, I did see you've got, will the Texans get the number one pick? I, I think, think so. so. I think so? I think I, I don't know. I think that we are the worst team in the NFL. Yeah. So it's just kind of about win luck. And, man, the Lions, until this week. This week, they looked awful against the, uh, against the Steelers. Um, the Jared Goff versus Mason Rudolph battle that happened this week was maybe the most disgusting football 
I've never watched. Um, <laughs> I don't know the Arkansas game. A&M and Arkansas. That was, no, that was a bad quarterback It was play. bad if you're an A&M football fan. but Well, and bad if you're just a football fan. But that, I saw highlights of the but, Lions. And yeah, I, started, I, started I think the Lions are better than they looked this past week. They've, they've had a lot of very close games, which I guess you can say about the Texans too. But I think it's either going to be the Texans or the Lions and maybe the Jets, depending on... I don't, I don't think so. how the end of their season goes. I I, I think the Texans are the worst team, like you said, but I think the Lions have worse luck. They're o eight and one. It, it, They're like, oh, <laughs> they could not get a win. I guess <laughs> Mason Rudolph. And they lost the they lost to Baltimore on a sixty six yard field goal. They and lost, lost to Minnesota, Minnesota on like a fifty yard field goal. I feel bad for Dan Campbell and the Lions. Like that, it's a curse. It yeah, really, it, like, it is. They're not the worst team. Are they a good team? No. Hey, but are they as bad? I'm as rooting up for them for several reasons. Dan Campbell, their head coach, is a joy to watch yes. at his press conferences. Um, I I like some of the guys on their team: T.J. Hawkins and DeAndre Swift. And if they win, that just means the Texans are closer to getting the number one overall pick. Yep. I think as far as who we should draft, if we get the number one pick, it should be Kevon Thibodeau, the defensive end out of Oregon. Yes, definitely. Um, but how do you say his name? Kevon Thibodeau. The Nigga Doug Dimadome. Doug Kevon Thibodeau. Kind of close, um, but regardless, I think we should spend that. the The top of the draft is loaded with defensive end talent and just defense in general. So I think that we should go that way. Jags wise, this week was sort of weird because the Colts were up seventeen to zero like super quickly, and then the Jags kind of came back. Um. They, it's just the Jags, man. They they had a punt block that pretty much sealed the game with like five minutes into the game. They they had a punt block that got returned back, and then an easy Jonathan Taylor touchdown. Um, they came back. They did come back, but Trevor Lawrence, I think, after the game, was talking about stupid turnovers, and that. That just kind of describes the Jags season. <laughs> yeah. um, I have a couple, like, actual game notes. We talked about Jonathan Taylor being the RB1. He had another great week. I think he had, like, 130 yards. Um, he just tied Derrick Henry uh, for the league lead in rushing yards with 937, which is awesome. It's also hilarious because Derrick Henry has been out for three weeks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but John, that does not detract from Jonathan Taylor. He's super good. Um, Jamal Agnew got to talk about him once again. He took like a 60 yard pass to the house or 60 yard rush to the house. Good for him, man. He's, he's so good. He's scored a, uh, a punt return or a kick return, a field goal return, has a receiving touchdown and a rushing touchdown this year. So, uh, good for him. I've talked about him plenty. And then um, Trevor Lawrence, going back to some some of his bad performance, he has 13 turnovers on the year. 
Um, I think he added two more on Sunday and threw 35 passes for 162 yards, which is not good. Yeah, no. 35 um, attempts. I mean, 35 passes, completions. 35 passes. So 35 attempts. Attempts. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to say, Still. if you have 35 completions and 162 no, yards, that's no. very bad. <laughs> But still, not good. 35 (laughs) passes, uh, less than 200 yards. And then a slight positive, and then just a really funny descriptor of the Jags. Slight positive. The Jags D is looking pretty good. They've started the season looking awful, like the worst defense in the league. They've looked a lot better. Um, I guess the scheme is working now, um, because not a whole lot else has changed uh, but they're not allowing big plays I, they did play the Colts who Carson Wentz is a very shaky quarterback but they the the, the defense is what kept them in the game um, and then the funny descriptor the Jags have 12 straight road losses and nine straight defeats against division division rivals so if you've ever heard a more Jacksonville Jaguar sentence <laughs> let me know you want to hear what I think, Oscar? I want to hear what you think. At first, I feel like I need to give my apologies out to Sam McDadden. Okay. Uh, I don't think Trevor Lawrence is the guy. Whoa. Whoa, chill, chill, chill. I'm being serious. I don't think he is. I don't. Man, I think, I think that's a steaming take. That is, that is a steaming hot take. I don't think he's the guy. I think in five years, he's going to be, I don't know, drifting somewhere. Wow. I really, I, I think he, I think he has a lot of talent, but obviously he's having some, some hard times turning that into actual well, productivity. Peyton Manning had like thirty yeah. turnovers. His Peyton Manning had an awful rookie year. Yeah. And he I, you know, I guess maybe it's just personal. I just don't think it helps a guy that he went through all his high school career and his college career basically without losing. Without losing. Yeah, yeah. And right, then going into right. the NFL where you're not playing against. Everyone's a freaking stud. Yeah, every every team you play is very good. Yeah. So when is so my thing is when has he had to come over or get uh, get over those hurdles? You know, like that's what the season's toughness. for. So so he's either I mean you're gonna look like an idiot in I three years. I think you're gonna look like an idiot. Or people are gonna be like, damn, this guy called Bama and now he's calling that Trevor Lawrence is Dookie. <laughs> I think it's too early to decide on a rookie very, quarterback. Very, very the tough. only one that I'm ready to to decide on is Mac Jones because he's looked so good. Like oh, he's exactly yeah. what the Patriots oh. need. I thought you were gonna talk about Zach Wilson. He and and uh, Trey Lance have both not played enough to be True. to to make a decision on. And then the last two is Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence. Justin Fields has started to look really good, mm-hmm. um, and then Trevor Lawrence. It just takes time sometimes. I'm I'm not too. Uh... If I was a betting man, I would bet against him. Okay. His career really panning out. Okay. I, I don't. I think he's gonna become an above average QB in the NFL. I think that he still has the trajectory to be on the like top five quarterback level, but uh, he does. We'll but I I don't think that's gonna happen, especially with the team that he got drafted on. I, Sam's, Sam's gonna be listening to this and they go, oh, are you? You guys. Shaking. Yeah, but shaking in his by, by the way, Sam, I do not agree with Chase that he will become a bust. I don't think so. 
Or Carson, why are you holding up this notebook right now? Writing, yes, I really do agree with you. I just <laughs> don't want Sam to. <laughs> uh oh, hot takes. Some, Steaming some, hot takes. Some podcast controversy going on. <laughs> uh, but the Jags play the Niners. They are at home, so they're playing in Jacksonville, but they play the Niners this week. Um, we'll see how that game goes. Spanky, spanky. I honestly think, I think the 49ers will roll into Jacksonville. I think they'll take that momentum from the LA Rams game, and I think they'll roll into Jacksonville. Dude, if they look half as good as they did against the Rams, they're going to beat the Jags. But the Jags also just beat the Bills two weeks ago, so who knows? True, Jacksonville can be a very surprising team, but I I just, I I honestly think that's more on Josh Allen playing bad. I don't think Josh Allen playing well. Yeah. The other Josh Allen for Jacksonville went off. Like but... nuts, yeah. Um, I see here you've got Urban Meyer future in Jacksonville. What do you mean by that? What do you think his future, what do you think his, like, do you see him on the team two years from now? Man, I thought he'd be fired by now. I, I think that this is the only year with the team. I, really? I just cannot see them attaching him to Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. Because that's... It's not going to go well. It's not the guy that's not having issues attaching to other things, though. Oh, oh I see what you're... Going back to the, the week four scene. news, the bar scene. Um, I I said this last week, that was their perfect out. They could have fired him right there, and no one would have been like... I mean, not... We, I think we talked about this on the podcast. Not that what he did is like some awful, illegal thing, like what John yeah. Gruden did or what Henry Ruggs did. Yeah. But... That was an out. They could have fired him right there. Um, I think that with the head coaching candidates that will be on the market this offseason, uh, from the Cowboys coordinator, Kellen Moore, to Brian Dable, the Bills coordinator, um, Eric Bieniemy, the Chiefs coordinator, has also been on, been on the coaching um, market for the last couple of years. I think that they're going to want to bring in one of those guys to have as the quote-unquote offensive guru to tie to Trevor Lawrence. For yeah, him. and I think that'll be very smart. Cause, I think very smart. Because Urban Meyer doesn't have a lot of respect from the players over the news that I've heard. That No, no, the, not the players all, they, don't respect him. Yeah. And that's very hard for a college coach to come into a room of men who... Yeah, the college coach has been coaching 18 to 22-year-olds. Yes, who are just away from home for the yeah. first time. It's very easy. It's a lot easier to listen to than yeah. a guy who's getting paid millions of dollars. So I would It's hard not, to get the respect of a locker room, and once you've lost it, it's yeah, over. Yeah, it's over. So I think they should get – I hate saying that you should get rid of a coach after a year, but after you mentioned the coaches on the market – and everything that's been going on inside the locker and room. And they're losing. Yeah, I, I think you got to get rid of it. It sucks. I'm, you know, good for the Jags for beating the Bills two weeks ago, but it sucks that they won that game because I think that he would be a lot closer to getting fired if they had not. Well, that about wraps it up. We've got some fantasy talk here in a second, but um, <laughs> that, that does wrap up our NFL news. Moving on to the fantasy corner. I'm like the best at fantasy. I feel like I should come out and say that right now. Um, look me up on all platforms. I'm there. It's big fantasy king dot, yep. uh, dot your mom. 
What? I'm the greatest. He wins millions of dollars in daily fantasy a year. Mm-hmm. Um, now, but really, let's <laughs> go back had, to Earth. Chase, yeah, we're we're, we're turning to reality. Yeah. <laughs> we're turning. Chase was dreaming for a second. I was caught in orbit. <laughs> yeah, uh, he had a disappointing year again. Chase is in the big league that I always talk <laughs> oh, about. Oh no! He's Please suck again. again. This this year's team was a lot better than last yeah. year's team yeah, as, as a whole, but you've had bad injury luck, uh, bad like weekly mm-hmm. scoring luck. Um, There's been a lot of things that haven't gone our way. So, in the last couple of weeks, you've decided to sell. Yeah, and I don't want to say that I'm completely selling out because I feel like in the league group chat after this this past trade we made that we're we're about to describe, I'm sure or explain. It was like, oh, he's really selling out this season, and then freaking uh, Connor has been hitting me up trying to make any sort of trade for for picks. So, I don't want to completely sell out, but I felt like. Because you don't want to get last place again. Yeah, just because I don't want to get last place yeah. again. But um, this trade we are discussing, we are discussing, was I traded away Chris McCaffrey, and I just felt like I didn't really need him on my team, and I knew, or I did need him on my team. I should take it. I did need him on my team. He's a he. He was like my biggest component. Yeah, he's one of the best he, yeah. fantasy football players you could have. But I knew I could get a lot for him for next year. Yeah. And I don't really need... I could just probably put someone in there and win a couple games and not end up last and still get a really good pick for next year. Yeah, it's... You, when you're in that position, it's hard to have a player that good attached to a, the rest of the team that's yeah. losing. Because then you're like, why is he even on my team? So, Chase and I traded this morning. I traded him... Elijah Mitchell, the Niners running back, Ramondre Stevenson, the Patriots running back, who just had a big breakout game, and a second round pick, which is really high. I was very nervous about it, but <laughs> I wanted to make a trade, so I did it anyway, for Christian McCaffrey and Mark Ingram, and then a ninth round pick just to get the picks mm-hmm. uh, settled. And Chase both got a second rounder in next year's draft. And Ramondre Stevenson, who can be kept in the eleventh round, uh, because we are a keeper league. So I think I think it was a fair trade. I, yeah, the second round, I told you that because I think you offered like a maybe a third or a fourth round pick, and I was like, man, if I'm gonna do this, I need like a second. Because I and then Victor, who is my uh, co-manager, when I first called him and said, hey, I think I think I'm gonna do this trade, he was like, bro, go 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 get the first round, get his first round. I'm like. He's not gonna do yeah, that. Yeah, do it. Nobody, nobody's yeah. gonna give, you, give us their first round. Uh-huh. <laughs> but second round's still very high, and I'm nervous about it. But my team started the season hot and has had a couple down games. But I know that they have that capacity to be the best team in the league, and Christian McCaffrey definitely helps that. Actually, fun fact. One of your losses was to me. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I'm the yeah. worst team in the league. Yeah. I'm your only win, right? No. No, you no. beat Sam also. I beat Sam in fact, which, yeah. are, which is actually another one of the best teams yeah. in the league right now, which I think is hilarious because... Uh, actually, I, I wouldn't say he's one of the best teams in the league, but he's, to, definitely, but better he's definitely better than you. Yeah. And, uh, like, two wins I should have had were, like, week one and two. I think I played Tamblin and Josh... And those turned into dookie weeks. Week one, I started, 
Aaron Rodgers, Ryan Tanyan, and uh, Robert Tanyan. Ro- or, yeah, Robert Tanyan, and like there was one more guy on there that ended up being like the top three worst players to start <laughs> for that week. Oof. Yeah. The yeah. Packers. The played Packers played awful. Terrible. Like yeah. Um, it's okay though. You're looking forward to next season. Yeah, looking forward to next season. You've got um, you've got two early. You've got your, all your draft picks and an extra second and an extra third. So you're kind of set. Um, it was a two-year rebuilding process, <laughs> just like the Texans. Just like the Texans. Next year is our year. Yeah. Sorry, it's the Cowboys in me. The little 25% they got in me. It's, next year is my year. Next year we're going to the Super Bowl. Next year we are going to the Super Bowl. And Carson, you it's got a any good idea. stuff you want to talk about? Um... Well, one thing that I do want to say that I'm very, or I shouldn't say proud of myself, but excited on, that I started the season 0-4, and, and now I'm 6-4. and 4. Hell yeah. I won Ooh. six games in a row. Because Jonathan Taylor and A.J. Brown, which A.J. Brown's been shaky recently, but A.J. Brown and Jonathan Taylor did not have a great start to the season. I remember you, know, you were talking not. about dropping A.J. Brown or trying to get rid of them. Somehow. I was trying to get rid of A.J. Brown yeah. for a little bit, but I was like, no, like I know he can... He's got the top end talent in him. He can have a week, any week, with forty points, which yeah. you can't say about a whole lot of players. You know what I'm wondering, or a player I'm thinking about in fantasy, like what they're going to end up doing next year is Calvin Ridley. He left this season. Yeah, is he, he going to come back a, the same? He took a personal leave. Uh-huh. Uh, we may have mentioned that on the podcast, and he, it, it was supposed to be for three to four weeks originally. Um, and I think this is the fourth week. So I don't think he's coming back. We'll see. We'll see. The Falcons could make the playoffs still. That's, that's yeah. in the realm of possibility. I was going to say, if the Cowboys game didn't happen this past week, I would have said the Falcons could be a sleeper team. They got mm-hmm. Kyle Pitts, one of the best rookies. in the, He won't win rookie of the year, but no. one of the best rookies in the NFL. Matt Ryan's been playing okay. It's just... He's no Maggie Ice. Got crushed by the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that without Calgary, it's tough. That's a, that was a soul-crushing loss for the Falcons. We'll <laughs> see. They play Thursday night football. They play tomorrow night. Uh, play the Patriots. So that that will be a, the real test. I got I got the Patriots in that game. The Patriots Absolutely. are high. Mac Jones Absolutely. has been playing very well. I'm impressed. But yeah, Calvin Ridley is a good question. Um. I don't know. We, you never know with this kind yeah, of thing. I actually don't. And it's not like it. an injury where yeah. it's like you have a timeline. It's whatever he needs to get better for himself. So, I wonder how that works in the contract. You know, I, I'm, just, I'm just thinking, like speaking out loud here, or thinking out loud here. I don't think I don't think he's getting game checks right now. Okay, but uh, yeah. Well. Um, Thank you, Chase, Carson, for being on the show. It was a good one. No problem. Um, Where's my game check? <laughs> Man, <laughs> nobody's getting paid for this. Our, uh, our, our listener our base is not is big enough. <laughs> our, our listener base is not big enough uh, to make money off advertisements. So it's a free free appearance. Didn't you have like this website trying to sponsor you like BigDaddyFootball.com or something like that? <laughs> I don't know. What? I thought, I thought maybe, mm. yeah, maybe I made that up. I, I think you made that up. Mm. Weird though. Big Daddy Football that's kind of specific. 
Chase. You you silly, silly guy. Um, but thank you again for being on. And as always, thank you listeners for coming in and hating yourselves with us. We'll see you next <laughs> week. Nice. <laughs>